Welcome to the Intentional Coach Podcast, where we bring you the heart and soul in sports. With your hosts, Brad Perry and Tanner Perry. Now, from the backwoods of East Tennessee, two knuckleheads to help you navigate the field, the mat, the court, and the track. Welcome to the Intentional Coach Podcast. This is Coach Brad Perry. I'm here with Coach T. Coach T, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Uh, well, I've had better days. It's spring in East Tennessee. You know what that means? Allergies. Allergy season. It's All wonderful. hopped up on the Benadryl and Flonase. It's wonderful. It's terrible. But, hey, still a beautiful day here in East Tennessee. Nice and warm. That I do like that. I'm seventh winter finally got past us. Right. And we probably got another one we coming. We have another one. I'm we sure we do. Hey, on today's episode, we're glad you're here. We're going to talk about narrowing the focus, narrowing the focus, focusing in on what's most important and being intentional with how we do that uh, in our practice time, uh, building our overall program. Uh, Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, uh, Jesus speaking, he says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be added unto you. He doesn't say seek all those things and, and then you'll find the good stuff. He says seek ye first. Seek seek first. The most important thing. Uh, that's what you look for first. Then all those other things will come in. So uh, we want to dig into that a little bit uh, today and we hope that it's helpful. If it is, give us a shout. Uh, let us know what you think. Let us know what you want us to, to do an episode about. Uh, Coach T, narrowing the focus. What's what's the primary focus for you? Hmm. You go first on this one. Are we talking life, or are we talking? I don't know. That's that's what. Hey, let's talk coaching. Listen, we got we have, most of our listeners are coaches. Yeah. We we think they are anyway. Uh, so let's talk coaching. My my narrow the focus. I I want my athletes to be good people. Uh, and again, I got to set the example there. I got to be a good person. If I don't want them, you know, out raising stink, then I can't be out raising stink. And then I got to communicate that. So uh, I want to be good people. Uh, then I want them to be good athletes. Yeah. Um, and then I want them to be good at their craft, whatever that sport is. I just think in that order, you get the best sport specific person because they're good people, they're good athletes, and it's easy to transform that into focusing in on boom i'm a basketball player athletes make better basketball players yes so me you know when i say narrow the focus it's that hey i'm coaching cross country my focus isn't going to be just and maybe that's maybe i got this thing backwards yeah i'm i'm building good people i, I want that yeah. life transformation Athletic transformation, sport transformation. Um, so that's that's uh, okay. kind of where I look at it. So the way that I'm I'm thinking about it right now is like kind of like a like there's three parts to it, like a triangle, I guess. Um, you've got the the you as a person, which is I would think the soul. Um, it's who you are. It's the, your character. It's all of those things that make you you. I'm with you. Um, I think there's also the body, which would be, you know, you as an athlete. You as, um, if we're, we're talking about coaches. Yeah, I, I, I think honestly, I think it would be the example that you set as an athlete for your athletes. 
You know, if they see you being physically active, if they see you trying to improve your, your, your body, the way you move, blah, blah, blah. It's a good example for me, for them. I'm young. So that's easy for me. Right. I can still do that. I'd still do, do that. I'm so, so as you get older, you do what you can do. Right. I think I can't yeah. go like I could 20 years ago. Yeah. Uh, but I can still go a little bit. Right. So I got to go a little bit. And then I'm intentional about taking breaks when I need to. And I communicate, hey, I'm old. Mm-hmm. And, uh, doing what I can. I'm still getting after it. Uh, coming to practice with notes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, being being serious about your craft as a coach. Narrowing in on that focus. Um, how we do what we do. How do we accomplish our mission. And and. An acronym I just picked up in the Marine Corps. Uh, keep it simple, stupid. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, you're thinking. Well, the I, I, there's a third part. I think the third part is like you said, it's your sport, it's your skill, it's it's um, the, the the mental side of the whole aspect of you, of your sport, of all of it, right? Um, and I think that for me that plays a big part because that's something that. I'm not going to get too deep. It's something that I've struggled with, but um, I, I, that's that's kind of how I see. It's like three three parts that make that triangle, and they all have to be balanced, and they all have to fit together. And then you got to focus in on them. And yes, focus in on on what it is that makes you together, balanced, whole. And and, and I think that for us has got to be a laser focus and knowing the mission, and staying true to the mission. And then knowing what I got to do um, to accomplish that mission as a person, as an athlete, um, and sports specific. So, 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 so I think in that that diagram, I think there's times where we're going to be narrowing the focus on an individual part of that. You can. This is this is just conversation at this point. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> I, I'm I'm trying to work through this too. So I I do. Um, me and you've actually had personal conversations about this before. I compartmentalize my week um, as a coach, a, as um, a, a business leader with FCA, raising money, vision casting, you know, all of that stuff as a leader, and then working not just on the ministry but in the ministry as a character coach, uh, as, um, you know, a team chaplain, as a huddle leader. So I just say, hey, this day from this time to this time i'm going to focus in on this laser focus i went through a span this is going to be really weird and tell you a little weird, bit about, weird people just accept it it's yeah, fine a little bit about my personality I, I went and bought a a timer and i would set the timer for 20 minutes and i had a task and i had 20 minutes to accomplish the task when the timer went off and it was beep, 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 I got up and walked around for 10 minutes. Um, now, here's the weirdness coming out. If I actually felt like I accomplished the task and I did some good work, I would give myself a round of applause. <laughs> good job. <laughs> yeah, so it was good really job. weird. I'd be walking around the hall clapping for myself, uh, raising my hands up in the air because I knew everybody else was happy for me too. Uh, but right. it was just it was my way of focusing in on a task I had to get done, uh, reward myself so it'd be repeated. Uh, but it just helped me compartmentalizing things. And some tasks take an hour. Set the timer for an hour. You know, if I got you know a, a big project, you mm-hmm. know, hey, I'm going to give it this amount of time 
on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, there comes those times where, you know, I just got to get after it. And all day for the next few days is going to be rough going to be digging into this thing but i think you still got to get up and you got to clap for yourself occasionally so you know you're actually hitting your target um but you got to narrow narrow that in and i think as coaches um you know when you look at all the things you got to do when you think about all the things the coaches got to do number one we got to get players so we got to recruit a little bit some mm-hmm. sports that's easy um you know everybody wants to be basketball player football player baseball player but when you're talking about minor sports sometimes it's difficult you got to go out and find those especially if you're a small county school and you don't have a lot of students yeah uh you got to recruit those you got to go get them so that i mean that's one task you have to do you got to fundraise because in most places you're not getting a budget especially again if you're one of those rural county smaller schools uh you need stuff you got to go figure out how to buy stuff and they won't give it to you so that's another hat you got to wear uh, X's and O's, you got to coach them. Jimmy's and Joe's, you got to love them. Um, you got to deal with parents, good, bad, and the ugly. And there's some of all three of those. Yep. Um, you know, there's a lot of hats in most cases. If you're a coach, you're a teacher. Uh, if you're a terrible teacher, you're probably not going to coach as long because um, you're going to get evaluations be, and refuse and all that stuff. Or that could be hindering your coaching. You know, if you can't teach a class, then how? What, what's the difference in teaching a class and teaching an athlete how to do? Yeah, something? it's going to be tough to go through the X's and O's. Hey, there's some good coaches that are great teachers too. Yes. Um, oh, yeah. A lot of them. Um. So, so the all of those different hats and just saying, okay, Monday, I'm focusing in on this for this amount of time, and I will not be disturbed. I will not be bothered. I will not veer off on some little rabbit trail to Taco Bell. Uh, I'm gonna get after it. You know, I'm not disciplined enough to sit down with a lot of things going on around me and do that. So for me, it's kitchen timer on your mark, get set, go and just laser focus and get it done. Um, And I keep it simple by just focusing in on one thing when I can. I have a really good case of adult ADD. Yeah. So sometimes I, you know, I have to remind myself to keep it simple during those time frames. Um, that, that helps me um, stay focused. It helps me to narrow that focus for uh, a small uh, point of time. Um, from another coach's aspect, and this is kind of another angle of this topic, um, there's keys to every sport. So if you're coaching baseball, what are the fundamentals that your baseball players have to know in order to be really good baseball players? And if they can't throw, they can't turn a double play. So throwing would be one of those fundamentals. If you can't hit or get hit by a pitch, you're probably not going to get on base. Mm-hmm. So you yeah. got to teach one of those two how to hit the ball or how to get hit by the ball. Um, you know, just looking at your sport and saying, okay, what are the fundamentals of this thing? And are, am I really building the fundamentals of it? Am I really narrowing my focus to make my athletes really good at what they need to do and be able to do in order to be really good at the sport we play? And every sport has some of those. Yeah. I mean, it, it doesn't matter. You can go through every sport. Tennis, if you can't hit that little yellow ball over the net, if you can't move from line to line, Cross country, if you can't run three miles, 
Um, you know, wrestling, you probably going to need to pick somebody up. Um, and then just focus in on those fundamentals and, and stay true to them. Um, reality is, I mean, I, this is a quote from Andy Stanley. Andy Stanley's a church leader um, down in the Georgia area. Uh, great leader. He's a leader of leaders. But I picked up this quote several years ago. He says, we tend to drift toward complexity. We must constantly realign toward simplicity. Coach T, what do you think about that? I think it's I I think it's something that I definitely I drift towards complexity big time. Yeah, we we we're, um, we're con- and I think it's almost naturally, um, not intentionally. We just naturally drift to making things more complicated and adding things, and adding things. And let me give you an example. We we uh, with Fellowship of Christian Athletes, we we meet with people and they, you know, what do you do? Um, you know, we're we're faith funded. So we're asking for donors to come in and partner with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we could give a cheap plug there for Kingsport FCA. If you want to partner with us, you can hit a donate button on our website, kingsportfca.org. That was real cheap plug. Uh, but plug. We, when we have those meetings, one of the things I set out to do was be able to explain my program, be able to explain what we do on a dinner napkin. Because mm-hmm. most of my meetings happen over lunch. Hey, let's do lunch. I want I want to talk to you about Fellowship yep. of Christian Athletes, how we might be able to partner together. We might be able to help you. You might be able to help us. Um, and if I spend an hour trying to explain it, they're probably going to remember none of it. So so I set out to be able to, to pull a, a Sharpie out of my pocket and just turn over a napkin and say, here's what we do, and, and outline our entire program on a dinner napkin. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, unless I spill you know, ketchup on my shirt and I need the napkin to flop it off, I can just slide that over to the person I'm talking to. They have a simple description of everything we do, or at least the highlights of it. You know, from a coach's standpoint of pulling out a dinner napkin or, or just, a, you know, a, a one page, eight and a half by 11 page of paper and say, okay, what do we really want to focus on? Now, I love your triangle idea. What do we want to focus on from – the personal level what do we want to focus on from just building a better athlete what do we want to focus on sports specific and Mm -hmm. don't let it get over that one page and then just really intentionally program and align what you do how you speak how you interact around those fundamentals that are going to build you up i think this goes back to the, the last episode we did of the steps it's like what what steps are you taking to 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 you know fill these these three parts of what makes you you? Yeah, and I, I guess the is focusing in on them because if we have the steps and, and we don't actually hit them, if we don't focus in and do them well, this is where I struggle with the complexity issue because I it just. And a personal like sense, I feel like once you narrow the focus, you start to see a whole lot more. Yes, you do. Okay, so for instance, I, I I'm in class and in, in kickboxing, we did rounds that was just it was like two minutes of just throwing the jab, just throwing the jab, just throwing the jab over and over for two minutes straight. 
you most people would look at that and say that sounds unbelievably boring. You're throwing a one punch for two minutes, probably 50 reps for two minutes straight. That seems unbelievably boring. But if you focus in, you realize there's about 150 ways that I can throw this jab. But if you can't throw a jab, you can't throw a jab. No. So we learn and focus in on that fundamental of, hey, here's how I throw it. Now it becomes natural. It, it becomes muscle memory. You're still going to tweak it. You're still going to work on it to make sure you don't lose it, but you've got your fundamentals, and you're not all over the place. Now you can start adding a little spice to it. I cook, so that's the next, that's the next I, step. I cook thing. at my house, you know, and we eat a lot of beef because one of our old coaches – used to say all the time if it won't moo it won't do <laughs> and i believe that wholeheartedly um so you know i can start with some beef but man i can throw some other stuff in there but if i don't have the beef i just got a pan of stuff and sometimes i don't mind stuff but if peppers it, and mushrooms if it don't moo if, it won't do <laughs> i gotta have the beef i gotta have those fundamentals and you're not gonna have them if you don't focus in on them um, and I, and I, the, you know, just narrowing that focus to say, okay, what are the fundamentals that I need to instill in my athletes on a personal level, on an athletic level, and then on a sport level? And boom. so, so then is the next step. The I'm going to add those things, but I'm still, uh, I'm still, I'm still working on the fundamentals. So, for instance, I can throw my jab in you know, a couple different hand positions, right? But I'm still I'm still aware of, hey, how are my feet? Am I balanced? How's my weight? Like where's my weight shifted? Blah blah blah. I'm still I'm still focused on all the fundamentals of an actual jab, but I've added some complexity there. Does Absolutely. that make sense? Yeah. Let's go with baseball. Okay. I, I got a baseball player. He's a young freshman. He's coming up. Uh hasn't been coached real well up to this point. I gotta teach him how to throw. I mean, I really, I got to teach him how to throw. He's going to be a pitcher. Um, that's that's my fundamental. If he can't throw, he can't throw a slider, a curveball, a knuckleball, or any other ball. He's got to learn how to throw. Now, I got to teach him that first and foremost. So that's the fundamental. Now, once he learns how to throw, we're still going to throw. We're still going to throw a fastball. But now I can teach him small speed stuff. Now we go with changeup. But he's not just throwing changeups. We're going back to the fundamental, making sure the technique, focusing in on being able to throw technically correct fundamentally sound mechanically you know, aligned and then we're going to throw that spice it's the peppers and then we're going to give them a curveball and that's the onions and then we're going to throw some mushrooms in there you know we're going to we're going to start painting the corners but all all the time we're going to try to throw the ball over the plate between the knees and the numbers yeah oh yeah yeah. yeah, we got we're throwing strikes. We get, we can't paint corners if we can't hit the big plate. Here's another good example. Let's move away from sports. Uh, in the military, we shot rifles, we shot shotguns. If I needed to hit a very small target and pinpoint accuracy, shotgun probably was not the best way to go. <laughs> you can't focus in with you know all of those pellets going down range, but with a rifle, I can hit a very small target with pinpoint accuracy. Now, if I just need to do some damage, shotgun, shotgun's the way to go. Uh, get in there and do some damage. But if 
pinpoint accuracy. So narrowing your focus is taking the rifle out and focusing in pinpoint accuracy. This is what I need to be instilling in my athletes. And, and I know as a young coach, one of the things I did is I would look around and, and I'd fall into that comparison trap. Oh, this team does that. We got to do that. And then I would go away from the fundamentals, away from my, uh, lose my focus, and I made everything complex because I fell into this trap of, hey, we got to be able to do everything. If you can't do anything right, you can't do everything. So it's focusing in on those most important things, narrowing that focus to the fundamental, and staying true to them uh, and not letting complexity come in and take over. Uh, because it, it naturally creeps in, according to Andy Stanley, and I believe that. Um, and some of our characteristics and personalities allow it to sink in. Some of us invited in. Um, so we got to make sure we know what's our mission, what's our target, what does it take to hit the target and accomplish the mission, the, the, the fundamentals, and then just intentionally putting that into practice intentionally putting that into the locker room intentionally putting that in uh wherever we can so that our athletes get what they need from a personal standpoint athletes athletic standpoint and from um a sports standpoint coach c what do you think yeah i think it's good i I think i think i think the complexity like if we're talking about baseball it would be oh today i'm going to work on you know all of my pitches. I'm going to work on all whatever pitches. Not, I'm going to focus and, and in I'm, on this. And I'm going to hit some batting practice and yeah. take some infield. And like for, for the kickball, for, for me, for kickboxing, it'd be like, oh, instead of th- just working on my jab, I'm going to throw a 10, 15 punch combination for two minutes. And I'm going to do it over and over. Well, like, you're not really accomplishing anything there. Yeah. You're yeah. not really focusing in on what's important. And we're not talking about sport specialization either. We're talking about the fundamentals of, I mean, you can still be a three-sport athlete and work on fundamentals during seasons and during off-seasons and train. We're just saying that you focus on the fundamentals of whatever sports you play. Uh, We have several two- and three-sport athletes, and it's like some of those things even transform. Being a good person transforms life. It's not sport-specific. Running, being able to jump. Being able to pick up stuff that's heavy is pretty much good for every sport. Yeah. Stretching, having strong tendons. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of those things that transcend the sports. We're not talking, hey, focus in and be just a soccer player. Right. No, no. we That's not us. That's not what we do. Um, I think you limit yourself to a certain degree, and you also open up the opportunity, if you do it at a very young age, of injuring because you're – overusing body parts and not giving them opportunity to rest uh, and and rebuild. Now, you got that look on your face. Nope, nope, nope. We're good. Well, you talk about, you know, a, a kid who plays baseball and specializes at a real early age. How many balls is he throwing his arm, you know, especially if he's playing year-round? He's killing his arm. Yeah, uh, he's killing his arm. You know, and it's and, surgery and, at, at 17, 18 years old. Yeah, and, and, you know, and some of that's just, you know, if you are one sport specialist, making sure you're intentionally taking time off and recovering and training to be a better athlete, not just a better soccer player or baseball player, wrestler, whatever it is. 
So, uh, so we're not talking about sport specialization, but we're talking about narrowing in on the focus of what makes you a good coach, what makes your athletes uh, better, uh, elite, higher-level athletes, and higher-level players. And I think when you narrow that focus, you naturally become more intentional with what you're doing. You know, you're, you're, you're naturally going to say, hey, is what I'm doing and is the intent by, behind what I'm doing, you know, is it, is it to reach the, the mission, the ultimate goal? You know? Yes. And yeah. if it's not, then you need to throw it away. Yeah. Make sure the fundamentals and the basics that you're teaching are going to build your program. That goes back to our last episode, yeah. Steps. Um, use, use the steps to build the overall program. Um, but focus in on the fundamentals. So we go long today. Yeah, quite long. Hey, we're sorry we went long. We got a little talky okay. talky there. Hopefully you got stopped at a couple red lights on the way home. Yes. Um, so the soundtrack needed to be longer today because we yep. knew you were going to have to make a pit hopefully, stop. Hopefully nobody honked at you because you were mesmerized by our conversation. It's the sultry voice yeah. of Coach T. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> Hey, we're glad you uh, joined us for this episode. Uh, you can hit us up at bperry at fca.org. tperry at fca.org. You can visit our website at kingsportfca.org. And uh, give us a like, a share, share this with a friend, and uh, we hope we're helpful. Uh, we hope that you have arrived home safe from practice. <laughs> and we hope you had a good practice today. And if you didn't have a good practice, Coach T. It's okay. It'll be better. It's going to be better tomorrow. It's going to be better tomorrow. All right. From Coach Perry and Coach T, we will see you. We wouldn't want to be you. Thank you for listening to the Intentional Coach Podcast, the place you can come every week to find your heart and soul in sports.